words on water. Hi, welcome to Words on Water, a podcast from the Water Environment Federation. This is the host, Travis Loop. Very pleased for this episode to be joined by Lauren Christopher. She is Director of the Division of Energy Assistance at the Department of Health and Human Services. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. I'm hoping you could talk a little bit about a new program that the water sector is very interested in. It is the Low Income Household Water Assistance Program. What is this? Sure, be happy to, Travis. The Low Income Household Water Assistance Program, which we're calling LIWAP, is a federal grant program through the Department of Health and Human Services. We provide the grants through the state, tribal, and territory governments to assist income-eligible households with paying their residential water and wastewater bills. And if I might add, it's actually the seventh program that our Office of Community Services manages at the federal level. The other programs are somewhat related. They include the Low-Income Home Energy Assistance Program called LIHEAP, (laughs) the Community Services Block Grant Program, CSBG, as well as the Social Services Block Grant Program called SSBG, and a couple of discretionary programs called the Community Economic Development Program, CED, and the Rural Community Development Program, RCD. And so that portfolio of programs really gives our office a broad range of experience in managing billions of dollars each year and working closely with those state, tribal, and territory governments who are the grantees of of the Block Grant Programs as well as the nonprofit organizations and other entities that compete for and are awarded the discretionary grant programs. And so the water program, the home energy assistance program, and the community services block grant program, they also work closely with a network of community action agencies, or CAAs as we call them, which serve as the subgrantee or the local administering agency uh, for taking applications for those programs in most of the counties across the country. So there's actually more than a thousand different CAAs nationwide. And so that opportunity really allows us to leverage those other programs like LIHEAP, CSBG, RCD, with the new water program to maximize how much funding is available for these households with their water bills. Why was this particular program, the Low-Income Household Water Assistance Program, why was it established? Well, as you know, the past year has has been different. <laughs> uh, we are still emerging from the COVID-19 pandemic. So uh, one need that Congress saw was that as households lost their jobs or lost uh, wages, um, they, uh, they needed help paying their residential water and their wastewater services. They were uh, potentially losing those services. And of course, through COVID, it's so imperative that people have running water, clean water to wash their hands and really reduce that transmission of the COVID virus. So on December 27th of 2020, Congress appropriated the $638 million for this new program, LIHEAP. <laughs> through the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2021. 
And then Congress also appropriated another $500 million back on March 11, 2021, under the American Rescue Plan Act. And so the purpose of that total funding, which is now over $1.1 billion, is to provide emergency spending to assist those lower-income households with paying their water and their wastewater bills, um, and really to make sure that those services stay on, that they're not disconnected. And so the legislation from Congress demands that the funding be focused on those households that pay the highest proportion of their household income towards their residential water and wastewater services. We call that their home water burden. And so usually that translates into a percentage of their income um, that they're paying towards those bills. The legislation also directed that the funds be paid on behalf of those eligible households to the owners or operators of public water systems or treatment works in order to reduce any household arrearages or help reduce the rates charged to those households for those services. This funding that you've outlined, how, how is that going to be distributed? That's, a, I think, a key, key logistical question. First, I would say our agency, the Administration for Children and Families, awarded the LIWAP funding grants back on May 28, 2021, to all 50 states, plus the District of Columbia and the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, four additional territories, and more than 65 Indian tribal governments and organizations. Um, because the legislation instructed our agency to try to use existing procedures and policies that were already in place for other programs to the extent feasible to launch the LIWAP, we ultimately identified that the low-income home energy assistance program, LIHEAP, was most closely aligned with the water program. And so we have really modeled a lot of the rules for the new LIWAP program on the LIHEAP. And so the grantees for the water program are already empowered to access the first 15% of the LIWAP grant money to uh, use to pay for administrative costs to actually launch the program in their communities. And so the next step for those grantees is to develop their water implementation plans, which they need to get public comment on from their communities and submit to our office for review. Once we accept those, then the grantees are able to access the full grants that they've been awarded so that they can start paying out those benefit dollars. And so one other thing I would add to clarify how this system usually works is that particularly when we look at the state programs, each state will make a decision about whether they're going to administer the program centrally or if they're going to partner with uh, local community agencies uh, like the CAA or local governments, um, what we call subgrantees. And so uh, that usually is the case in most states that they will work with these local agencies in the counties. And so each state will make a decision about how much of the water funding to allocate across each county and to those respective um, intake agencies. And the state may adjust that budget throughout the year as they monitor the application rates and they monitor the extent to which um, vendor agreements are established which, with the water providers and wastewater providers. And so for the past month or so, we've been really engaged with our water grantees trying to provide guidance and training um, to help them understand how they can launch this program in a staged fashion in their communities and um, really focusing the first priority 
on assisting those households who are already disconnected from their water services and making sure that those services get restored immediately. And then the second order of priority being to assist those households who apply who are not quite disconnected but facing an imminent disconnection. So we want to avoid that. The whole goal is to keep the service on. And the third and last priority being assisting those households who are not disconnected and not facing a disconnection. They just need help with their current bills but don't owe any past due balance. And so in terms of how the money will flow from our agency all the way down to the water and wastewater providers is that it will it's already flowing to the states. They in turn will be sending the money to these local agencies in most cases. And then a decision will be made about whether the state will actually make the payments to the water providers or if they're going to delegate that responsibility to these local agencies. And so as the local agencies receive household applications, they will be making those household by household determinations on eligibility and how much of a benefit the household qualifies for, and then have a process in place for issuing those benefit payments to the water and wastewater providers. Is there additional funding that could come to this program that could then be provided out to utilities and to help to help these households? Well, in terms of funding from the live WAP, uh, that program is currently still temporary in nature. There's no permanent authorization from Congress. So remains to be seen if Congress chooses to fund it again in the future. But as I mentioned earlier, some of the other programs our office manages, like the Rural Community Development Program and the Community Services Block Grant Program, portions of those programs can be used to provide funding for households as well as provide training and technical assistance. To organizations in the communities to help people with their water and wastewater services. So we are definitely um, urging our grantees to look at it from a holistic and coordinated fashion across those programs. And of course, the biggest um, effort right now that the grantees are engaged in right now is really reaching out to each of those water and wastewater providers to enter into what we call those vendor agreements or some other process where um, there's clarity on both sides between the grantee and the water provider about the federal expectations for consumer protections and for data collection and for oversight to make sure the money's getting to where it needs to when it needs to and really making sure that the water providers are able to timely and accurately credit those household accounts, make sure the services are being restored uh, timely and that there's some sort of reconciliation back to the grantee or subgrantee that that's happening. So um, as the grantees are able to get those agreements into place with each water and wastewater provider, they can start processing those household applications and getting the benefits um, flowing to the water providers. So we're, we're eagerly watching this as it plays out over the course of this summer. Well, Lauren, very, very informative conversation. I know that our audience is going to really be interested in learning more. This has been a very important program that's been started uh, for utilities and for all those customers out there. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Chappis. It was a pleasure talking with you. Words on water.